What is up? What is up? What is up? Mark Savant here. Welcome, After Hours Entrepreneurs. If you're looking to collaborate and land your dream guest, then my friend, you are in the right place. Today is all about collaborating with that person you never expected to have the chance to collaborate with. Whether you're a podcaster, YouTuber, you're recording live video, we all know that your network is your net worth, and it can be really tough to land that amazing guest, and it takes a lot of time. So today, we're going to run through a ton of different ways that you can start collaborating with your dream guest today. If that sounds interesting to you, make sure you smash the subscribe button and get ready because every week we're bringing you industry secrets so that you can create more content in less time so you can get back to what you love. So in today's episode, I'm actually going to be highlighting a bunch of awesome creators. I'm hosting a ton of rooms in Clubhouse and been experimenting with recording there. And so today, I'm going to be giving a shout out to a bunch of awesome creators that joined our Clubhouse room every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. And these creators are just dropping tons of really, really great ideas on how you can land your dream guest. And then we're going to close out the episode with some tidbits from Kate Casey. She's the host of Reality Life Podcast. Huge podcast. She's interviewed some of the biggest celebrities in the field. So we're going to end it off with some really, really insider tips on how you can actually land a celebrity guest. And so Kate Casey is going to take that home. We're also going to bring in Sean Anthony for a few moments, who is another celebrity podcaster who was recently on the show a couple weeks ago. I'd also like to remind you, check out the show notes below. I'm going to be giving you a bunch of links to some of these creators so that you can check them out on Instagram, make sure that you connect with them and let them know that you enjoyed the the show. In fact, I want you to DM these people after hours entrepreneur, let them know you heard them here. It would be pretty awesome for them to know they got featured and a shout out. Awesome. So without further ado, let's get into it. My first tip on how to land your dream guest comes from Dimple Dang, and it's quite simple. Use and leverage Clubhouse. And I could not push this any more. It's it's such a great way to land your dream guest because the reality is there's tons of really interesting and amazing people on Clubhouse. And the power of Clubhouse is you get a chance to actually interact and communicate with people when you're on stage. And it gives you an idea of the type of people that are actually going to bring relevant and interesting information. A lot of times it can be kind of a crapshoot when you're bringing on a guest. You don't know if they're going to be great or if they're going to be terrible. You just don't know until you get them on the show and you start chatting. But it's kind of like getting a preview of what it's going to be like to work with someone. And if there's a, some chemistry and you've got a little bit of a vibe going back and forth, you can just simply say, hey, love chatting with you. Let me DM you on Instagram and we can bring you on to my podcast. I can tell you what. A lot of these top-notch guests that I'm bringing on to the After Hours Entrepreneur, it's because of Clubhouse. So Dimple Dang, completely agree with you. Clubhouse is probably the best place to procure great guests right now. The next tip comes from Sworn, and Sworn just simply said, be authentic. Be your authentic self, and I think there's a lot of value in this. I think, in frankly, everything you do, you should be authentic. I'm asked to be on a lot of podcasts, and vice versa. A lot of people want to come on my podcast and people just a lot of times just don't come off as authentic. They don't really come at me in a way that lets me know that they're trying to provide me with value. I think, again, you want to make sure that you're providing your guest with value. And part of that 
is just being authentic because the guests can sense if you're just in it for a selfish reason. And let's be honest. We're going to have some selfish reasons. We want to bring on these great guests because we want to build our network. We want to learn. We want more downloads and, and great guests are a part of that. But just make sure that you're being your authentic self all the time. You cannot miss. And we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when Jasmine Starr joined the show. Being authentic, being real and showing your personality can not miss. I'll tell you what. If you're listening to After Hours Entrepreneur for weeks, months and years to come, you're going to get a lot of mark. Right, I have decided I'm putting tons of my personality into it. Some people are going to really love it. Some people aren't going to like it, and that's cool. It's all good, right? But put your authentic, true self, leverage your personality because there's only one you. I promise you, there is only one you out there in the universe. Be unique. Be different. If you're looking for a way to make yourself different and make your show different, it's you. It's leveraging your personality. Be authentic. I love that tip from Sworn. Thanks for joining and uh, sharing that. The next tidbit of advice comes from John Wiley, who's got a very popular podcast and radio show. And his suggestion was go out and find publicists. You find the publicist, you connect with them, you explain the value that you bring, and they will bring guests to you. So finding a publicist, really clever idea and kind of a backdoor way of finding people that are going to be a good fit and are looking to be on podcasts. I would even take this a level further. There's a lot of podcast booking agencies out there that are looking to get their guest book on shows, uh, especially if you're in the business and entrepreneurial space, social media, marketing, et cetera, th hungry. There's lots of people that want to be on podcasts. So reach out to publicists, reach out to podcast booking agencies and let them know you're hungry and you want guests. This is a great way to find good guests. I can tell you what, some of the people that have come on my show from these podcast booking agencies are gassed. They are maybe not well known, but they bring some really, really good information. Some of my best podcasts, at least from a technical prowess standpoint, are from people that I connected with through podcast booking agencies. It's a really pleasant surprise. The next insight came from Alex Sanfilippo, Great podcaster, love him. He's a frequent on the stage on Saturday mornings. And he had a few really great tactics. I'm just going to go through it real quick. He's actually the founder of podmatch.com. That's podmatch.com, which another great way to find guests is to go to these podcast connecting sites. I, I call it the Tinder of podcasting, right? You got to be careful about the guests that are trying to come on your show. They're not all going to be a good fit, but this is a great way of connecting with people. And it's, it's very simple to execute. So Alex is talking about, firstly, lead with value. We talked about this a moment ago. You want to lead with what's in it for them. Why should that guest want to come on your show? It's because you're going to provide them with lots of value, a new audience. Maybe you're going to produce lots of content. I provide all my guests with tons of clips that they can share that are maximized for certain platforms. So lead with value, okay? Another thing that you might do is join their club or their room or their mastermind group. Lead with value. Show them that you're into what they're doing. I get pitched all the time for people that want to connect with me, and I, I, it's it's unbelievable how many people are so transparent. They are just saying, I love what you're doing. I'd love to be part of what you're doing. But they, they don't actually give any specifics as to what they like. Be specific. And that's a good way of leading with value. Another thing that Alex talks about is finding people that are launching new books. People that are launching a new book are hungry to be on podcast. 
You definitely want to find people that are launching new books or have recently launched a new book. I talked to Halataha about this a few weeks ago. When you're releasing a new book, you're going on a book tour and you're going to go to all the big names first, but you're still trying to milk as much value from that tour. And after three months, four months, five months into their book launch tour, they're still wanting to go on shows. So this is a good time that you can land that A-list celebrity on your podcast. I'll also take it a step further. Maybe you don't go directly to that star because they have 2 million followers on Instagram. Find out who their publicist is. Go talk to their publicist and explain, again, leading with value, being authentic, and showing them that you're going to be a good fit by being specific with the value that you can bring. Next guest on stage was Jennifer Pilates. And Jennifer kept it super simple. I DM people on Instagram. And you know what? That is exactly how I started and still find great guests. I just sent a bunch of DMs on Instagram. Now, keep in mind a couple quick tips on DMing people on Instagram. A, keep it short. Keep it super, super short, right? Your first DM should be something like, Love what you're doing, X, again, keeping it specific. Love to have you on my show, let's chat, right? You wanna keep it super, super short. Also keep in mind, a lot of these big celebrities are gonna have a ton of DMs. Don't give up, just keep DMing, keep at it, and we're gonna talk a little bit about leveraging the halo effect in a minute. I don't wanna spoil it for you, so stay tuned. We're gonna be talking about the halo effect here in just a few minutes. Next on the stage was Charmin Levy, who said, I just keep connecting the dots and leveraging my past relationships. This is huge. Your network is your net worth. So just keep leveling up. It's it's kind of like a staircase, right? It, the first person on your podcast is probably not going to be your best. Although I got to say, Ben Levitt, who was one of the first guests on The After Hours Entrepreneur, is spectacular. He's just really, really awesome. So shout out to Ben. But leverage the relationships and just keep leveling up, leveling up, leveling up. Sean Anthony who is another great podcaster, again, has been on the show just a couple weeks ago, took this concept just a step further and saying, listen, who's in the inner circle of this person? You don't necessarily need to build up to this person over a long period of time. Find out who's in their inner circle. Interview people that are in their inner circle. Start leveraging their network because if you can give someone a great interview and leverage that halo effect, it is money, 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 money. The next guest on stage was Santi Yanger. And Santi said, listen, I just consume their content and provide value on social. I mean, this is, it's so obvious, but it is just very profound. If you have the time to go to someone's Instagram page, like posts for a few days, leave comments, you're gonna start showing up on that person's radar. They're gonna say, this person is actually legitimately interested in me. You know, again, we talked about being authentic earlier in the podcast. We talked about leading with value. By liking and commenting and sharing someone's content, you are leading with value and being authentic and showing that you're legitimately interested in what they're doing. So consume their content and show them love on social. Next, we had Philip Tofem join the show and he explained, listen, I leverage LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great place to meet people. Again, if you're in the, any sort of business industry. LinkedIn is very, very powerful. I would strongly recommend leveraging video messaging on LinkedIn. It's video messaging doesn't work great on a lot of the platforms because the screen is kind of blacked out and you can't actually see what that person is trying to convey to you. But on LinkedIn, it's very powerful. You actually can see the video immediately. You can see that person's face. Curiosity killed the cat. They're going to hit play. And then you have a chance to give them a quick pitch as to why you would be a great 
fit for them to come on your show. So leveraging LinkedIn could not agree more. I think I think DMing in LinkedIn is probably one of the best networking strategies in 2021. He also took it a step further and said, listen, I join networking opportunities in my community. I join lunch clubs. I connect with city events. I try to connect with businesses locally. And again, if you're in the, any sort of business niche, this is great. Attorneys, realtors, join these networking events and start connecting the dots. This is really powerful if you have any sort of service that you provide, because if you're connecting with the right people, you can leverage that to just, again, continue to provide lots and lots of value. Next on the stage, we had pro wrestler turned pro podcaster. His name's Brimstone, super interesting dude. And I had never met him before this day. And then we started talking. He's talking about interviewing Stan Lee and Carol Baskin and being connected with Run DMC and the Pussycat Dolls and all these amazing, amazing celebrities. And stay tuned. He's actually going to be connecting with you on the After Hours Entrepreneur Podcast here in a few weeks. Again, leveraging Clubhouse to build relationships. I met him on Saturday. He was on my podcast interviewing five days later. Clubhouse, very, very powerful. So Brimstone had a really good strategy for, again, connecting the dots. And that's using a one sheet. And what I mean by a one sheet, it's a breakdown. It's a just like a Word document, just a sheet, one sheet of paper that explains what your show is about, who it's for. Maybe you're going to give some analytics or some data, how many downloads you get, that sort of thing. Just keeping it really simple, really colorful, really concise. Love that tip from Brimstone. And listen, this dude is hilarious, very informative. I cannot wait to share the episode, but you're going to have to stay tuned. You're going to have to stay tuned. It's coming soon. Okay, so now we're going to get into a part that I'm very, very excited about. We're going to share some hot takes from Kate Casey and, again, Sean Anthony. And they're going to go into more detail on how they have landed celebrity guests. Celebrities on TV, A-list celebrities, very, very interesting and very successful podcasters. I'm going to go ahead and let them take over from here and share their deepest secrets on how they are landing celebrity guests. Kate. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us, how are you landing celebrity guests? Hi, um, my name is Kate Casey. I host Reality Life with Kate Casey, and it is, I am basically the Diane Sawyer of unscripted television. So I interview people that are on reality shows, docuseries or documentaries, or who make them or host them. And uh, I've had it for almost five, five years in September. Um, I am basically cooling information about new series all the time, looking to see what's going to be airing like in the next like two, three weeks. And I'm just constantly working on the fly and I'm figuring out what people are going to be watching and therefore what people are going to be talking about. So I either want to get a guest that I know people are going to be talking about that series or that person, or I want to put in front of people somebody that I think they're going to want to talk about. So it's really just following my gut, um, following pop culture, following, um, I get lots of screeners now so from networks, so I can kind of, I, I can figure out maybe like 10 minutes whether or not that's going to be interesting or not. Like this week, I'm, I'm, I was pitching people that, uh, that are involved with The Hills on MTV, uh, not Siesta Key, it's a garbage show, um, but some Netflix shows, um, Hulu, Amazon. I just had two producers this week uh, behind the scenes of some really, really popular shows. Um, one, I had the first 
I think it was like episode 10. I have like almost 400 episodes. So I've just maintained that friendship. And as the years have gone by, he's become more and more successful. So in that case, it was just uh, sort of cultivating that relationship. The other one was a producer that I just met. And that's just asking other producers, like, who are you, who do you think's talented? What shows are you watching as a producer? And then, then I'll get a, I got a tip like, oh, this guy is really the go-to person. So I, I think I'm just hustling all day long. Um, I'm just, uh, listen, LinkedIn is really good for me too, to get for behind the scenes people. Kate, I want to go just a little bit deeper with you here because you have a huge show. You've got a lot of credibility, but for a newer podcaster, let's go a little bit deeper maybe into this LinkedIn idea. I'm a new podcaster. I'm trying to land a celebrity guest. I don't have this, this backlog or this network. How am I even going to have a chance at landing a celebrity like someone who's on a, on an, an amazingly deep show like Siesta Key? How am I going to actually link up with them? You're probably not. It's not like you're going to have a new show and you're all of a sudden going to land the lead character on the show. You have to work your way into it. So uh, you got to kind of backdoor your way. So maybe you start with somebody who's the third lead on the show. And then you're pitching yourself to the network and saying, well, you know, I interviewed Mary Jane. But you, you got to do a great interview with Mary Jane. And then if you can get some press for that interview with Mary Jane, then you can go back and say, you know, look, I have a great new show. I had, I had your a cast member on your show. It got picked up here and here. And uh, I'd love to do somebody else in the show. You're basically ingratiating yourself with the publicity team. They're like, well, this person has a really well thought out show and they really hustle on their marketing. And because you're basically saying, I want to help you make your job easier by promoting your talent. Everything that I do, I'm always mindful that the person I'm pitching, whether it's a publicist at a network, a network executive, or the actual guests that I have, that I'm do doing everything in my power to help make their job easier. So if it's a talent, like I want to promote your story in the best way. If it's a network executive, I want to promote your incredible series that maybe people don't know about yet. If it's a publicist, I want to get the word out about your show so that it picks up, the ratings go up, and then your bosses think that you're an all-star. It's all mind games <laughs> in a way. It's basically low-level mind games with the people that you're pitching. Like, how am I going to make your life a lot easier? Everything in life is like, your house is on fire. I've, I'm the only one with the hose. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Words, Kate, every time I hear you, it's like just gem after gem after gem. And it's kind of funny. Sean Anthony, again, up here, someone I have an immense amount of respect for landing amazing guests like Ed Milet, Beyonce's dad and, and whatnot. It's funny. You and, and Sean both had this same kind of concept of you're not going to get that huge star immediately. Try to go to their inner circle. Try to leverage that halo effect. That's that's very, very smart, Kate. And it's it's interesting that great minds think alike. So I appreciate you sharing. Oh, no, he's like, I think we were separated at birth. Um, no, yeah. Sean is basically me, but a black man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks. Facts. And you know what? You know what I'm thinking about too that I think uh, hasn't been spoken about is how you leverage relationships once you really got that big ass, right? Like you mentioned, Ed Milet. I never would have met and interviewed and speak frequently with Matthew Knowles, Beyonce's dad, if I didn't go to Ed Milet's house. 
And the reason why I say that is because there's always one person connecting you to the next person. So, like, I remember, like, it was yesterday when I got to Ed Milet's house, and you guys may have heard of this guy. You know, you probably listen to his podcast. There's always celebrities at his house. So people were leaving his house, and he was asking me, have I met them? Have I met that person? And I've seen them. Like, I've seen them on ESPN, 3030. Uh, I've seen them on TV, but I, I haven't. You know, I haven't met them in person yet. So I'm meeting other people through the process that introduce me uh, to more people. And I would say that outside of just leveraging those type of relationships, if you really got a vibe and you guys are really clicking on an episode, think about exchanging phone numbers. Phone numbers are key, right? There's people who've been on my show two years ago that I'm still texting, still talking to, still collaborating with. Um, they're still opening doors for me. Um, and I'm so strategic, man. Uh, even from a press standpoint, I remember having this young lady who's who's a boss at writing, uh, Selena Hill, on my show. And I continue to, you know, leverage that relationship, develop a, a dope relationship with her. And, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm speaking in front of thousands of people, teaching podcasting and being featured as a celebrity podcaster with Black Enterprise. So continue to build our relationships. Don't just land people and that's it. Figure out other things you can work on. I, I agree with you because also with the texting is that if I'm reliant on a publicist, I've got to email the publicist who, by the way, they have turnover all the time in a business or an agency or a network. So yeah, that's like one way. But if you build a relationship with the person that you interviewed and you have their number, texting is like you bypass people and time by just texting them. The other thing I was going to say is that I, I've had experiences where I buddy up to the person's assistant and then they're, they're more likely to go, Oh, you know, you really should do an interview with Kate. Like she's a big fan and like, she gets it. She gets the work. Sometimes it's the assistant or the business manager that is more is is a better ear for that that person you're interviewing than like their publicist or their chief marketing officer whomever that you think you're relying on is really like the assistance a more uh like a more valuable person and the last thing i was gonna say is for me lately i've been getting a bunch of great guests by going through book publisher publicists versus the talent publicists the talent publicists basically are horrible people who are gatekeepers, they're drunk with power. They oftentimes don't even let the person know that, that, that an interview request came across because they're usually ding-dongs and they don't understand the value of certain outlets, especially podcasts. So if you go to the book publisher, like in my case, there've been a bunch of people that are in my space that have written books for Simon Schuster. So I've built a relationship with Simon Schuster publicists because they want books sold. They're like, it's all about numbers for them. So they're, they're elated and they're grateful and they write kind notes back versus the talent publicist who's basically, you know, drinking cocktails on a, uh, like on a deck chair at some hotel. And they're like, ah, I don't really need to get back because that doesn't really move the needle on my job. So I always think in terms of like, who, who wants this person to be most successful? That's the person I need to talk to because they're more likely to respond to me. And moreover, they're just kinder and more grateful and more likely to promote, promote your, um, your episode because the promotion part's the beast. You know, you can do this great interview and land the great talent, but if nobody hears it, it sucks. 
Like I just had a girl who's on a big show. I did a bang out interview. I really did a great interview. Made her sound nice when she's considered a monster. And she never promoted it. And it was so annoying because she has like over a million followers. So I was like, well, I could just lay down, roll over and go to bed. Or I can just circumvent the system. And I did that. And then I got pressed for the interview, which helped it. But you basically, what I'm telling you is I sleep with one eyeball open all the time. I'm always trying to think of clever ways to get in front of people to interview or get in front of people so that they can write about my interview. And it's a really hard job. And unless you're like Conan O'Brien and you have a team of 16 people, you know, you kind of have to be reliant on yourself. And if I meet somebody and they're like, well, I've got six episodes and I've got a team of eight, I'm like, I won't throw punch you because it's that's just not the reality of podcasting. It's usually one man bands. And I'm, you know, you can do it. I've done it, but it, it really is a really, really hard job. But I'm a firm believer that it's like rooms like these and opportunities like this where I might say something and it might save somebody a bunch of time because, you know, I, I you know, maybe I ran so other people can walk. I don't know. But I just think that if we all shared information and resources, we would all be all the more successful and save each other a lot of time because in the end of it, we all want to have lives too. And we want to be successful, but we just happen to be on a platform that's, you know, we're, we were all kind of new to, and it's a hard to, to figure out the system. So it's, we should rely on one another to help each other out. Could not agree more. Lean on your network. And I got to be honest, this idea of getting in deep with the assistant, super, super smart, super tactical. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want more tips on how to land dream guests, how to land these dream collaborations, I'm going to put a link below. I want you to head over to Mark Savant Media on YouTube. I have a specific video with 10 more tips on how you can land amazing guests. Oh yeah, and by the way, if you haven't yet, smash the subscribe button so you do not miss out. We're gonna help you create more content in less time so you can get back to what you love. This is Mark Savant signing off. I'll catch you next time. Peace.